timeout when there's gaps in coverage every team needs a player they can count on to help aflac supplemental insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't when you're sick or injured bills can rack up fast aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover Visit Aflac.com to learn more. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's a Friday. It's hour number two. It is great to have you in live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. Be safe. Be merry. Happy holidays. Uh, we know that the airports are packed. I'll be at one later today. Uh, J Max family is flying out, so he can hit the beach. I'm hitting LAX. But be safe. The Arctic blast through the middle of the country is dangerous. Get your animals inside if you can. Uh, it's, you know, th- this this time of the year is stressful for a lot of reasons. You have to buy gifts and, you you know, you want to make everybody happy. So we've got we've got some national weather here that is like all time bad. Please be safe. Fortunately, out here, L.A., it's 68 yeah, degrees yeah. at the beach tomorrow. Not, yeah. not bad. Not um, Nobody wants to hear decent, that from yeah. us. But uh, it Very is, fortunate. Yeah. So it is, it's a fun weekend. It's a different weekend. So Saturday, we got a bunch of NFL games. <laughs> and then Sunday, we got a bunch of NFL games. So uh, it's going to be a very, very unique weekend. And uh, off a little bit of a heater, here's my picks. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins blazing fire. Lions and Panthers. J-Mac, I'm taking the Panthers at home plus two and a half. They're five and two this year when they rush for over 100 yards. Uh, They're 0-7 when they don't, and I don't like the Lions' defense against the run on the road. Here's the other thing, is that Jared Goff home and road splits, you got to notice, not the same guy away from home. 82 passer rating, twice as many giveaways as touchdowns. This defense will give Carolina and Sam Darnold opportunities. Carolina's at home for the holidays plus the points. I'm going to take them with an upset win. 30-24 Panthers. Lions cool off a little bit. Bengals at Patriots. How about this for an upset? New England plus three is the side. 
off a humiliating loss, perhaps the most embarrassing of Belichick or Matt Patricia's career. Remember, this team has scored 99 points, 99 off turnovers, most in the league. The Patriots' defense, 11 sacks over the last three games. They're starting to get consistent pressure, and their defense overall has been top three to five all year long. The Bengals trailed the Bucks 7-0 until Tampa imploded. They're on a six-game winning streak as Cincinnati, but only one against a winning team. Cold, super windy, will limit the vertical passing game. Patriots in an ugly game where they control the line of scrimmage. 24-23 upset. By the way, Bengals a little dinged up on their defensive front. Commanders at 49ers. If you can buy half a point or a point, I would, but I'm going to take the Commanders plus six and a half. Liked it way more at seven and a half, but here it is. They averaged 6.7 yards of play last weekend against the good Giants defense. Last five road games, 4-0-1. Strangely play better on the road. And since week five, this is the league's best defense, and Chase Young returns. The Niners, a little beat up. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel, their top corner. Traverius Ward's coming off a concussion. I think the Niners win, but Washington's defense with Chase Young is going to get pressure on Brock Purdy. There's now some tape on him. 26-23 Niners. It's ugly. It's close. Take the points. Raiders at Steelers. Steelers minus two at home to me is the play. You know, they've won three of four. Their only loss was the Ravens close. And their defense, very, very strong. The story here is also beyond the defense. Kenny Pickett concussion protocol will return. Not thrown an interception in his last five starts. He's starting to get it. And he's three and one in his last four healthy starts. The Raiders' defense does not force you into turnovers at all. And the Steelers' defense does. In fact, the Raiders' defense is the only team allowing 100-plus passer ratings to quarterbacks all year. If it was three, maybe I pass, but only minus two. Pittsburgh's going to win it. I think it's close, 27-23. Packers at Dolphins. All the wise guys love the Packers. I do not. I think Miami coming home against a borderline playoff team is going to thrive. I love how they played against Buffalo in lousy weather. They had 405 yards, almost 190 rushing. It's their first home game since week 12, and they've been 5-1 and one at home. Tua, 5-0 and oh at home this year with a passer rating almost 109. Five of the six Packers wins this year. Two have come against the Bears, one against the Rams, the Bucks, and the Patriots. This is a high-powered offense, and Green Bay's not. Do you realize Aaron Rodgers has been held under 200 yards passing in two of his last three, and he's gone 18 consecutive games under 300 yards passing? This team isn't good enough to go on the road and beat a quality team, and I think Miami is 27-20. Miami over Green Bay. Wise guys like the Packers. I do not, so I'm going to take the points with the Panthers, the Patriots, and the Commanders, and I'm going to take two home favorites, Steelers a small number, minus two, 
and the Dolphins minus three and a half. I, I've said this. I believe the Miami loss was one of the best losses of the year. They held Stephon Diggs to nothing. Both of their star receivers had a scoring play. They dominate time of possession and run game. There are times you think all losses are bad. I think Miami flies home and thinks we had Buffalo beat. Josh Allen just put a cape on. So I think Miami's a real team. Listen, if you look at Miami this year, when they play non-playoff teams, they win. When they go on the road and play a playoff team, they lose. I don't think Green Bay's a playoff team. I don't think Green Bay has the firepower to beat them. We'll see. By the way, I saw this. I'm, I'm, you know, Aaron Rodgers apparently talking to Men's Health magazine about his ayahuasca, three-day ayahuasca thing. Can I just read it? He said, night one, I was a little resistant. Night two, I fully surrendered to the process and to the master teacher. She was benevolent in her lessons. Uh, There's a lot of overall happiness that exists when you have a deeper love for yourself. It allows you to feel, give more, love better, interact better. So uh, I've been working on that. So there you go. That was interesting. He lets it. He needed to find a deeper love for himself. He's been called basically a selfish player. His well, entire season. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with his career. Yourself. Everybody in Green Bay comes out of there. Aaron only cares about himself. Well, he's not friendly with anybody. Nothing wrong with loving yourself. It all starts with. Isn't that. there a line that you can cross <laughs> with too much self-love? Well, by I, the way, can I give you? I love the Steelers pick. That's a great one by you. Do it for Franco Harris. Poor weather this week. A lot of emotion. Raiders coming across the country. Outdoor team. I'm sorry, indoor team going outdoors. I, I like that Pittsburgh one. Jordan Palmer's the founder of Quarterback Summit, helps young quarterbacks reach his potential. He had Mahomes as a kid, Trevor Lawrence as a kid, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. He's had them all. Um, okay, let's just start with the ugly part, Zach Wilson. Um, I said this. He looks overwhelmed. He looks lost. Um, he didn't get hit a lot in college. I always thought he had a little bit too much cowboy for me. That's just my opinion. But I will say this, um, Jordan, he looks overwhelmed. That's my takeaway. What does he look like? You're a pro. This is what you do. What does he look like to you? Well, I I think in the evaluation process, look, I'm raising my hand here saying the NFL draft evaluation process, of which I'm uniquely positioned to have an opinion based off how I spent the last 13 years getting guys ready for it. The evaluation process between the combine, between um, the pro days, between you know, the, the personal actions, the, the visits and all that stuff. Um, I think it's ripe for innovation. And what happens is we get so caught up in stats and highlights and, and what they are physically capable of doing and then how, how well they handled an evaluation process of which they were literally getting prepared for. And Zach was prepared for by a great group of people. Um, what happens is, is we don't look at what, I, in my opinion, is obvious, which is if I if I'm the Jets and I ask him to be the Jets quarterback, <clears throat> what in his upbringing, what in the last few years has showed me that he's re- ready to do this? What at BYU, of which he won the job his last year in camp, what at BYU did I see where I go, yep, that translates to New York City. And so I look at Zach physically, yes, and his intelligence, I've been around him. Dude can totally learn ball. He's a smart guy. Pick it up quick. But it's a lot like when the, when the Chicago Bears took Trubisky from Chapel Hill with the second pick, ironically, and I, and I was a Bear, and I said, I, there's nothing about North Carolina that prepares you for that. Right. And there's nothing in his childhood and nothing in the upbringing. It's not even a knock. I'm not saying this is Zach's fault. 
I'm saying it's the Jets. It's the media that put pressure on the Jets to do it. And ironically here, I think it's the Jets fan base that were so mad about how Sam Darnold went that they were so excited to just move the chapter. And yet somebody, everybody missed what I think is the most important piece, which is, has he done things in his life that have prepared him to be this quarterback on this team in this franchise in this city? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes um, doesn't have Tyreek Hill. It looks different this year, but it, it, what really what really is remarkable about Patrick to me is he's gone through a defensive rebuild, an O-line rebuild, a receiver room rebuild, no impact. <laughs> uh, so it tells me cognitively he picked stuff up really quick. What does the film say? What are you seeing from a kid you had before anybody else? What are you seeing this year without Tyreek? Well, I actually think um, Patrick and Steph Curry, I, I see a lot of similarities there in terms of what they've done, you know, in their upbringing, both from like not really super respected college programs. I mean, Steph went to Davidson and Patrick went to Texas Tech and um, but they started off scorers and playmakers. Patrick Mahomes, most people didn't watch it, but his highlight tape in college is ridiculous. Steph Curry, I think he was fourth all time in scoring and uh, I don't follow basketball like you guys do, but he was a dominant college basketball player, dominant scorer, right? He could always, it's not like he learned how to shoot when he got to the league. It's not like Patrick learned how to throw touchdowns when he got to the league. But what's happened is with Patrick, he's gone from a scorer, a playmaker, a guy at Texas Tech who was usually down, usually had to score 40 points to be in it or score 40 points and lose. Um, and he's turned into a distributor. Now, I grew up watching basketball and I used to love Allen Iverson when I was a kid. Right, right. And as I got better at basketball and understood the game better, I started loving guys like Nash and Tony Parker because they were distributors. And when I think of distributor, I think of they pass the ball to a guy with a high percentage shot. Yeah. Right. I mean, how many layups did Tim Duncan make in right. his illustrious career? Right. And what Pat's doing is he still has the playmaker, but he's he's distributing the ball. He's taking the check down. He's hitting the shallow cross. He's very accurate in screens and bubble screens. And he's not the only one. Josh is another guy who's built his game on being a playmaker, becoming a distributor. But I think that is what should have defensive coordinators the most concerned moving forward is that these guys entering the league, they're all playmakers, but they're becoming distributors. As opposed to you look at Tom Brady, who's never at any point, I think, been a playmaker. He's yeah. always been a distributor. Right. Um, you know, Joe Burrow doesn't have the Josh Allen Superman qualities or Mahomes ability, the arm angles. Um, I thought he was kind of a more accurate Tony Romo out of college. He's obviously better than that. Um, your takeaway on he's, he's so good situationally. He's almost more, it's like Michael Jordan. He's more, he's better at the free throw line when the pressure's on than a Tuesday night in Denver. Burrow's better on a third and six with a pass rush than he is, you know, first and 10. And did you see it early in him? Yeah, I think we all saw his senior year. Um, I'm, I'm in a small group of people who were watching the junior year, right, before when they were, I think, seven and four at LSU and pretty good. But they led college football in drops that year. This same group of receivers were celebrating as some of the best young players in the NFL. That same group led, led uh, NCAA in drops Joe's junior year. So they were on the cusp, right? But what's happened in the evolution of Joe's game, in my opinion, um, and a, a role that I've played, you know, still to this day, um, is in the efficiency. So just like I said, Patrick and Josh, there's so many physical things they can do that they grew up playmakers, right? Small schools and all that. Um, with Joe, 
he's been a distributor game manager, but what's happened is the playmaking part of his game is built around efficiency and fundamentals. So try and find me a clip of him taking his left hand off the ball in the pocket. You won't find it. He always keeps two hands on the ball. And the focus that I have with Joe and and my NFL clients is removing inefficiencies from the game, removing momentum from their game. So when Joe moves around, he doesn't fall step. He doesn't get out of off balance. He doesn't waste movement. In the AFC championship, the three third down scrambles that he had at Kansas City were the game. They weren't incredible throws 70 yards across his body, but they were plays that should have been sack negative plays, and they were third down conversions. And so with Joe, the game management, the the situational awareness, the functional football intelligence, that's off the charts. But the evolution of his game is in the inefficiencies. And what happened is in August, the appendectomy, worst possible timing. Right. They cut him up. They sew him back together. He starts off the first couple of games throwing picks and moving inefficiently. And building through bye week, really two weeks before bye week, it all clicked, and he's been on a tear ever since. Hey, let me, um, you know, fit for quarterbacks is it really matters. Mac Jones was very good as a rookie, remarkably good if you looked at no number one receiver. This year he's regressed. The thing that's changed is his coach. And there's a different language, offense to defense. I mean, there's a reason all these quarterbacks don't go to a linebacker. You were in the NFL for six years as a quarterback. (laughs) The language, the sensibility, I don't like the way they handle him. I don't like them saying publicly he can't make a Hail Mary throw. He is a very emotional player. Uh, I was called uh, McEnroe Jones is what Nick Saban called him. So as we wrap this up, is um, I've kind of defended him a little bit on that, Jordan. I've said, listen, if my career was in doubt and you gave me a sales guy to be my producer, I'd be like, you're not taking this seriously. This is my career. You get one shot to be a franchise guy. Are you concerned that Mac, I don't know how well you know him, but I just don't think it's fair. I think I don't think it's fair what he goes through. Just your 30,000-foot view on what he's going to. I've never even seen a DC be an OC in the NFL. I don't even know what, what, what is that. Yeah, I, I don't think with young quarterbacks, when you've got a, you know, the 15th overall pick selected in that, you know, invested in them, that you do trial and error on key goals around them. (laughs) You don't roll the dice on a tight end. You don't roll the dice on a tackle who was terrible there, but let's see if he can pan out here. And I just don't think you have somebody be called plays for the first time in their NFL career, in their entire career, uh, for for a young quarterback like that. Statistically speaking, I think he had a great year last year, but there was a moment when I said, the Patriots have their quarterback. And that was when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers went into New England And yes, Tom Brady finished the game with a game-winning drive, and it was awesome. But young Mac Jones went toe-to-toe with him. He played great. There's no more eyeballs and pressure and expectations on you than in that situation. And so at that moment, I go, cool, they got their guy. Now you just got to build around him, and they're going trial and error. Yeah. And I just think they're going to set him back. Oh, I got to ask you. I got to ask you one more. You told me before the season, we talked off the air, and I said, I think USC is going to go nine and three. I said, they don't have enough NFL bodies on defense. There's too much movement. And you said, yeah, Caleb's probably going to solve all of that. Uh, He was better than I thought. Um, I think it's sometimes unfair to compare a, a basketball player to LeBron or Jordan or a player to Mahomes, but my eyes tell me I see some Mahomes. Like, his nature in the pocket, his, he knows where people are. He has what Zach doesn't. It's like he can feel pressure. He leaves at the exact moment he's going to get hit. Is it unfair? I mean, how good is he? What do you, you saw it before I did. What do you, what do you make of it? Well, b- before I answer this, I'll say 
this MVP race, in my opinion, is going to come down to Josh Allen and, and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. So those, yeah. let's just say I'm not picking a favorite there for okay. reasons that you said earlier on the show. Um, but I think he's Josh because he's a lot faster than Patrick. Um, he gets to full speed faster. Now, what he does that's similar to Patrick is, and, and, and all of these guys, I think, and what I'm training some of the best young players, high school, college, and pro to do is, and what I'm trying to get people to understand is, it's less about how fast you are in the 40-yard dash. It's more, can you change direction at 70% of your full speed or, or greater? And what Mahomes does is he can be running damn near full speed and change direction. That's what creates time, even if he is a tenth or two slower than Patrick. Yeah. Now, with, with Caleb, I think that he, has, he gets to full speed and changes direction at almost full speed. And that is what creates problems for defenders that are rushing him, even if they're faster. Oh. That's why it translates to the league. So I think he's closer to Josh than Pat wow. because he's more of a dynamic runner than Patrick. And because of the feel and because of his understanding and situational awareness with the ball in his hands, it'll translate immediately in the NFL. And like I said in September, I think he's going to end up with the Heisman because he's going to solve so many problems for a program that so many people care about. Yeah. Boy, isn't that interesting? That's really an interesting comp. All right. Jordan Palmer, founder of Quarterback Summit, a program that helps quarterbacks reach their potential. He had Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, who's come into his own the last five, six weeks. Uh, exciting stuff. What a, what a great career that is, by the way. Six years in the NFL as well. Jordan Palmer on a Friday. Great seeing you. Thanks for having me. Happy holidays. Quarterback Summit. Um, so he thinks more Josh Allen. It, it, it is, he told me before the season, I said, listen, USC just, they're not ready. He's like, wait until you see it. I'm just curious. You've stood next to Caleb Williams. He's not Josh Allen's size. He's no, more no, Mahomes, no, 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 right? no. But he is a prime example. Zach Wilson, 7'2", looks tiny. 6'2", yeah. Yeah. Caleb, 6'1 and a half, 6'2". Oh. Just, the, you know, shoulders, head body he feels big mm. his presence is big it's like a thing there's there's t you've been around people before and you're like oh they've got a presence when i was An around aura. Yes. yeah there's i mean he's caleb's just lights the he walks in big smile shoulders um you know who doesn't care about auras uh nfl safeties and linebackers and defensive ends. I, like, I think caleb's i i know I, i'm a big fan i think he's i think he's more mahomes i, I don't see the josh allen stuff like Josh Allen literally is inviting contact from guys. He's not sliding. He's not looking to get out of bounds. That's crazy, dude. Joe Burrow, by the way, he's taking some really hard hits. Oh, no. Remember earlier this year, I was like, dude, he's got to get down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Tomorrow, it's a special day of football on Fox featuring the biggest game of the year as the Eagles fight for the NFC East crown against Dak and the Cowboys. It all kicks off tomorrow, Christmas Eve, at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Are you talking about the ayahuasca, the three-day event for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, am I talking about it now or yeah, with friends yeah. in general? Yeah, the men's health, he uh, he experienced the deeper love of himself. So, it, so I, I just want to say, Zen Aaron Rodgers doesn't mean he's, that's the best Aaron Rodgers, football Aaron Rodgers. Remember, Matthew McConaughey won the Oscar when he put down the bongos. Well, it, it's weird. I talked to a buddy who is a... He knows you. He's seen you around at, yeah. at a certain country club, and I don't, he I'm talked not to someone. Of a country club. <laughs> he talked to, to someone who had done ayahuasca, and this was like a, a, a legitimate science doctor, yeah. all the degrees. Yeah. And he's like, "Listen, if you're dealing with something, and every, we know everybody's dealing with something, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, it can give you some clarity and provide some much needed answers, maybe to the questions you have." Yeah. Um, I'm not endorsing it. I haven't done it, but I'm open to the idea of doing it. Well, it could. Uh, ooh, uh, I'm not, but that's okay. I I think um, again, it creates clarity and balance. Ask yourself this: When we think of Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Tom Brady, is the first thing you think of is you know they're very balanced. Sometimes to be great, it takes obsessiveness. And what Aaron's saying is, I I don't want that. I I had a about three months ago. It's a weird story, but somebody who is in Aaron's circle was doing business with somebody in my circle. It was a different deal. It didn't involve me, but I happened to be at dinner with somebody. Okay. And there was a discussion that came up, and it, it wasn't really directed at me, but he, this person who knows Aaron well said, listen, he ain't Brady. He's not a film junkie. Aaron's going to do what Aaron wants to do. And so when Aaron's off in this ayahuasca thing, he would have been much better served for football to be hanging out with the <laughs> rookie receivers because the rookie receiver relationship really needed Aaron's love in the offseason. That's why it was so bad in September, October, and early November. Now it's much better, but the season's mostly, mostly done. I, so my takeaway is this spiritual journey may make Aaron a deeper fan of Aaron. Does it help football? Most people who are great at something, there's a cost to doing it. You can't go to every kid's recital, every Little League game if you're running Fox Sports. You know, you've got to go to the World Cup for yeah. three weeks. So uh, there's a cost to greatness. And, and Aaron, uh, is, I think, pushed back a little bit on that, more of Aaron, which I appreciate his openness yeah. about. I like the fact that he's willing to talk about it. Pro athletes don't. Yeah. But there is generally, when, you, when you're talking about great anything, 
Um, there's a cost. Just you, just t- remember, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, his counter would probably be something along the lines of, so you want me to build a better relationship with my wide receiver right now versus me helping myself in the big picture, macro sense of the word. You know what? I'll figure things out with the receiver. I need to figure out myself first. Okay. That's probably what Aaron would say to that. I'm not speaking for him. I've, I, I actually have met him, but we're not friends or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying, I, I I see a lot of people seeking clarity and balance, and my takeaway is there's no perfect clarity or balance. Work here, is hard. Yeah. Work is sacrifice. Here's the weird thing: Were you seeking clarity and all that stuff in like your late twenties, early thirties, or is that like a more recent thing? The no, last I, five, ten years. I went to therapy. I go to therapy now occasionally. I don't do it yeah. regularly, but I, there was a time in my twenties and thirties when I went when I was getting married. I'm having kids. I'm seeking. Uh, help. I, I, was, yeah. I was seeking some really just help and guidance. Yeah. When I moved to Los Angeles, there was a lot of stress on kind of my business and my family and me. I wanted to go 12, 15 therapy sessions, kind of get everything right. Um, but some people uh, are very spiritual. There's a journey. They want to get somewhere, yeah. break through somewhere. Uh, I That's not really what I've looked for. I've looked for guidance and a set of really yeah. smart ears. But we would agree in our 20s and early 30s, we thought we had all the answers. I didn't need any help for anything. I, I got this. I'm Jason. I got this. Yeah. What am I worried about? But now as you get older, the kids are getting older, yeah. uh, progressing in work. There are some things I don't have the answers to, and well, I wish but, I did. But, 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 I don't but, know if you're going to get them from ayahuasca, but the answers are out there. You've just got to find yeah. them. Now, Aaron has no kids and is not married. It's usually a lot about Aaron. My criticism would be Aaron talks a lot about Aaron. Football's about community and others. It's not a shot. It's just he doesn't have Brady's kids divorced. Brady's got a whole different set of stuff, sacrifices in his life. Aaron doesn't have, I don't even know if he has a pet, no kids, no. (laughs) It's kind of Aaron in Green Bay, small town Green Bay, doing kind of what he wants to do. Let me ask you this. Why do we know all this about Aaron Rodgers? Because guess what? Hold on. I don't know anything about Josh Allen. Is he a girlfriend, married, kids? I don't know any of that. Why does Aaron put all his business out there, but Josh Allen... Do you know anything about Josh Allen? He's been on the show before. I don't know anything about him. Well, I, I, I said I appreciate Aaron's willingness to give more of Aaron to us. It's content. I appreciate that. Uh, and he's a thinker. I always liked him more than Favre, who I didn't think really was a thinking person's quarterback. I just thought he was gifted. Hmm. I like that Aaron thinks about a lot of things. Peyton Manning was it, it just deep and there's a lot of different layers for Peyton he's very complicated I know people that know Peyton he's complicated Aaron's complicated those kind of people to me are fascinating um so I appreciate that but I think it's all an interesting discussion I do like people seeking help what about I, an air an air of mystery some stuff that's just well, unknown I like, about some people I I like that too I I've got listen I've said I've said this before at some point I'm shutting this down You'll never see me again. Yeah. I'm doing Johnny Carson. I'll play tennis. I'll go to Italy twice a year. I'm drinking wine and, <laughs> and hanging out with my dogs. Deep, Some yep. people want to be public. They like they put their meals online. They they want. I wouldn't tell people about my ayahuasca trip. Probably that's not something I. Would, you don't think that's something you want to share? Because I will say this: I vomiting. I'm, no, I don't I'm very think. outgoing on social media. I post stuff about my family on yeah. Instagram and gambling. Some do, yeah, but. The great line that I did hear is, I would love to be wealthy enough to not have to even use social media. Oh, yeah. Once you get to a certain level, you just don't need social media. I, I would love to be there. You know who's not on social media? Huh? You know who's not on it? Uh, Al Michaels, Jim Nance. Those guys pass through. They're a little older. Find some people our age who are not on social media at all. 
That's tough because it's a way to enhance your brand, right? Sure, of course. Yeah. Uh, J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I always wonder your audience if they're going to appreciate that little random foray. Probably into- not. You know, they just want me to break down the Bills game. Uh, <laughs> listen, Aaron, Aaron, go to Men's Health. There's an interview with him. Read it yourself. I'll take check it out. It. Yeah, take of it what you will. All right. Um, I wish we didn't have to go here, but we have to. Oh, boy. Back to my Jets. Oh. Uh, they were bad all over the field. Yes, I know the audience loves Jets talk on the show. Zach Wilson was... Uh, the copy here says horrific, so I'll read that. Yeah. I thought it was worse than horrific. He ended up getting benched and outplayed by someone named Chris Streveler, who I jokingly called Tattooed Tebow, because he wore Tebow's number. He had an arm sleeve yeah, tattoo. Yeah, and he's more of a runner than a thrower, yeah. He looked like Tebow running the ball, actually, yeah, right? aggressive. Uh, Robert Sala was asked about the sorting quarterback going forward, and he had to say... I'm not prepared for any of that. We got There's a lot of medical stuff that we got to get figured out, and uh, let this weekend kind of... Just go, and uh, we'll, we'll see it all on Monday. Don't you think if you're a if you could be offered the Michigan job, a great college job, and a random NFL job, the Jets? What's the better job? <laughs> the random because NFL it, job. I mean, you don't have to be great at quarterback to win ten to eleven games in college football. The NFL now, Belichick can't win unless the quarterback and the coordinator's perfect. Like the NFL's become a league that we think Sala and the GM are very good. Hopeless franchise well, without a quarterback. Hold on, hold on one second, okay? The Philadelphia Eagles yeah. plucked Jalen Hurts when they already had Carson Wentz. Yeah. Nobody thought, yeah. what, are, what are you getting Jalen Hurts for? Nobody had them winning this many games. People right. had them being good. We did. Yeah. But MVP, Super Bowl favorites, yeah. uh, they're going on 14 wins or something? Yeah. Like, you can do it without a star quarterback. Well, yeah, but Jalen Hurts has become a star. Right, so why can't you find a quarterback and turn him into a star? It's not that easy. I, I think Robert Sala doesn't want to wait another two years because he's built a defense that's pretty affordable and great now. Those receivers, those backs, Sauce Gardner, you're not paying him now. I think gonna, he wants a quarterback. I'm going to ask a question the Jets fans do not want to hear. Do you have Sala? Do you have trust in Sala and the GM to find the next quarterback given well, they picked uh, Zach Wilson? I don't know. I I, I would go with a, I would go with Garoppolo or Derek Carr. That's my opinion. I don't think Jimmy G will want it, but JNC Consulting would be willing to jump on that yeah. grenade. Next up, the Packers and Dolphins. Big game Christmas Day. It's on Fox. Both teams looking to improve um, as we get closer to the playoffs. Earlier yeah. this week, Aaron Rodgers was asked about his thoughts on Tua. Here's what A. Raj said. I enjoy the way that he plays. He plays on time. He throws the ball accurately. Does a nice job with his eye control for a young player. He's got obviously good pocket movement. He can extend plays. They've had a couple pretty incredible fourth quarter comebacks this year um, where he's been super efficient. You know, he has some some great weapons, but I've been impressed with the way he plays. I like the way he handles himself, too. I think he handles himself with a lot of respect and class, and I think there's a lot to be said for that for a young player. Oof. He does. He's very good at the podium. Two is, two is great at the podium. Out, A plus at the podium. A plus. You know who's A plus? Aaron Rodgers. Did you just hear that breakdown of yeah. Tua? The scout. Yeah, that was impressive. Finally, Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame announced their 2023 candidates Ooh. for the ballot. Some of the first-time nominees, nominees include Greg Popovich. Hall of Famer. Tony Parker. Not sure. Not sure he was the NBA Finals MVP. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Yes. Pau Gasol. Uh, close. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. And yes. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Pau Gasol. Are you got to think about Pau Gasol and Tony Parker? First of all, everybody gets in the NBA Hall of Fame. Everybody. 
You you denying Pau Gasol? By the way, if he doesn't come to L.A., how many rings does Kobe have? If he doesn't come to L.A., he's got no rings. Kobe would still have some. Kobe would still have three. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Don't forget, we'll be here Monday. Yeah. The day after Christmas. We'll be breaking down Cowboys-Eagles, Packers-Dolphins, all the big games. The Herd, Monday at noon Eastern, right here on F. S1. Pau Gasol averaged 17 oh, points a game, boy, nine rebounds, Hall of Famer. I, I'm crazy town. Kyle Kuzma's averaging 21 for the Wizards. Is he a Hall know, of Famer? I didn't know it was the NBA points per game Hall of Fame. I thought it was just, you know, the Hall of Fame. By the way, a text from one of, one of my best friends who is watching currently on our Aaron Rodgers talk. He really liked the bit on Aaron Rodgers finding himself. And, like, you know, I don't think a lot of shows dive into that. You and I are pretty well equipped to dive into (laughs) guys finding themselves. But in all honesty, Colin, like, Aaron's just a different dude. He's not your average quarter. He's not Mahomes. And that's fine, right? That's right. That's right. Not everybody's Michael Jordan relentless. Not everybody's Kobe relentless. Some guys are Kevin Durant's always been known as a little bit of a wanderer. That's okay, too. 
It, it's everybody's different. I'm just saying Zen Aaron doesn't necessarily make better teammate Aaron or better player Aaron, and that's how we judge quarterbacks. I mean, this is not life, folks. Sports has standings and lists and salary caps, so we tend to compartmentalize our athletes in those standings and in those lists, and we consider them pieces of a championship team. So Aaron, better Aaron, is awesome. Would it have helped if he had been at OTAs? Probably. But who, you know, he doesn't, you know, he's got his money and his but ring. And he's Zen very... Aaron's not just awesome. They won 13 games for the last three years. Right. And he was the MVP of the league twice. So he was, yeah. Zen Aaron was like at the top of his game. You could argue this was maybe the, the best two-year stretch of his career prior to this year. Back-to-back MVPs? Didn't win playoff games. He came up short in the postseason twice. Yeah. But one game versus won... the body of work 17 games for the season. One playoff win in two years for the Peyton Manning, Brady, Rodgers, Farvey guys is not enough. By the way, the Cowboys-Eagles game is obviously a big game tomorrow. I do think it's fascinating how everybody is saying, I asked Albert Brewer this, if the Cowboys lose, and I think it's going to be close, who's going to take the hit? And his takeaway was Mike McCarthy. My staff did a really good job on this. I said, so show me the quarterbacks that Mike McCarthy is underachieving with. So if you go to Aaron Rodgers in his prime, you know, with and without Mike McCarthy, if you look at the numbers, it's kind of the same dude. The difference is he won more playoff games and had a winning playoff record with McCarthy. He doesn't with Matt LaFleur. So McCarthy and Aaron in the playoffs – were the better version of McCarthy and LeFleur in the playoffs. So he didn't wreck Aaron's career. Aaron can't win playoff games now. If you look at old Brett Favre, last couple of years with him, and then Brett without him, it's the same quarterback. So here's Brett Favre, with and without Mike McCarthy, including the playoffs. It's the same quarterback. Nothing wildly different about this. He threw a lot of picks with him. He threw a lot of picks without him. With and without the, the passer rating, 84-86. So Aaron in his prime, same. Brett in his prime, same. If you go to Dak Prescott, go to Dak Prescott with and without Mike McCarthy. It looks like he's better with him. He's better with. And McCarthy didn't get the gift that Jason Garrett got for about four years of the best offensive line in football. So Mike McCarthy has had to deal with an offensive line. Tyron Smith left tackles hurt. All I'm saying is Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. He went four and one or five and one with Cooper Rush. He went 13 and three with old Brett Favre. The numbers with Aaron Rodgers were fine. He may not be Andy Reid, but this idea if they lose this weekend, it's dump on Mike McCarthy. I Dak's got one playoff win. Dak's got to be at home and beat Gardner Minshew. When's Dak, you know, I like Dak, but it's it's always somebody. It's blame immature Zeke. It's blame Jerry. It's blame the contract. It's blame Garrett. It's blame McCarthy. You're at home, dude, against Gardner Minshew. Joe Burrow didn't have Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase on the road. One games. Do we think Zach Taylor's to blame if he loses? We, he, some, it's on the quarterbacks. That's why you're paying him $45 million a year. Got to win these games at home. Hour three next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.